0: Right, I'm Reese Wood, and this is the most important podcast in the world, episode 1. And on this first episode, we're going to talk to a personal friend of mine, Billy Jones. Billy wanted to talk about fasting, and I wanted to start podcasting. And podcasting wasn't starting, so Billy said he wanted to start a podcast about fasting, And I was going to help him do that, and I said, you know what, better yet, let's do a podcast about fasting on my new podcast, the most important podcast in the world. So that's how this episode happened, episode one. It was not an easy episode to get to, but here we are. I hope you enjoy. Most important podcast, episode one. And uh, I think I'm host Reese Wood here.
1: (laughs) Pretty sure you are. You look like him
0: man thank you uh billy jones with me today's guest first guest on this uh thing we're doing the most important podcast in the world it's crazy exciting how did i get this most important position to (laughs) still can't figure it out i think uh there was like a big check that came in an email and it was from some random country that i've never heard of and i responded to the email and i said yeah i'll do the host spot I think they got my bank information though, so okay <laughs> dang, all right, so we're gonna talk about health today, right more health. S- more specifically fasting,
1: yep, that's what I've been into for uh, since February somewhere around February.
0: I saw it, so you've been you post on social media a lot about fasting, and this is something I know we've talked about it uh, i I'm at a point where like I'm thinking my health could use some kind of improvement i'm wondering like there's i'm kind of desperate i'd do almost anything to take a step in the right direction
1: fasting would be a good first step
0: so tell me like when did you realize you were gonna what was it you were like now i'm gonna start fasting. you you know there's all the options in the world working out just diet change but this is this actually is some kind of diet change when did it start for you like where was it
1: um, well, I've been kind of, uh, into the, the healthy eating thing for a while. Um, I was really into, uh, Dr. Sebi's alkaline diet. Um, I saw some benefits from that. Um, so, um, over the years, I was just kind of focused on, uh, on diet, uh, yeah. even more so than exercise. Um, that's a whole nother conversation, uh, exercise and diet, but I've been kind of sedentary and I, I kind of, I felt like. For some reason, food is the, the the way to the way to go. I didn't really appreciate exercise as much as I do now. Um, but pretty much to answer the question, uh, pretty much just like uh, just to stay healthy, uh, s- kind of self-diagnosing, self-treating myself for different things, and uh, I, I don't really I remember exactly where I pinpointed and ran across uh, fasting, but I'm I'm pretty sure it was somewhere on on the YouTube. I ran across it and it, I, I started going down that same rabbit hole, like uh, when I when I started studying the alkaline and Dr. Sabe, I went down that rabbit hole, and fasting is just another rabbit hole that I'm uh, currently I'm currently uh, journeying.
0: <laughs> what it's weird how people come at. I mean, I kind of arrive at the same conclusion you did. When you got something going wrong with you, you're not feeling right. You start with, I am what I eat, right? Yeah. Like, so why it seems so common and like a lot of people come to that conclusion obviously a lot of people don't come to that conclusion too yeah. you know that's how we arrive at these spots we're yeah. you know conscious of it to a degree until our health catches up with us some yeah. of us become self-aware and try to make a change but it's definitely not a thing that everyone's aware of at all times mm-hmm. and we end up in these spots was there like any certain foods that you were like these foods are the ones that I know are leading me down a bad road where I'm not feeling good or sugar, sugar.
1: Um, I self-diagnosed myself with uh, chronic inflammation. Uh, I think I self-diagnosed that, that was somewhere around like February. Uh, I started studying. I realized I'm like, oh yeah, that's a lot of symptoms I, I, I'm having. You know what I mean? And uh, what I was studying was relating uh sugar to inflammation. And when I started noticing the the, the when I don't eat sugar, uh, I have less pain, and when I do eat, I have more pain. Mm-hmm. And then, that um, yeah, just took me farther down the rabbit hole.
0: Just uh, paying attention, paying just attention. trying to be self-aware, and
1: yeah. And I think that's where the the fasting kind of came in came along when I was learning about the uh, the inflammation, and I learned that fasting was a way to treat the inflammation. Yeah. And it was working. It started to work, so I continue to do it. The
0: crazy thing about sugar, and I'm sure you've read this, is there's all these, you know, uh, like let's say you're drinking alcohol. Yeah. It's a type of sugar, right? It messes with your blood sugar in your body. Th- there's all kinds of things that we consume that are not direct sugars that yeah. will have those types of sugary effects on your body, and they're in everything. So yeah. it's like uh, where do you start? Uh, did you start with trying to avoid the sugars? And, like, what, what foods... Helped you do that?
1: Well, uh, like I said, I initially started uh, with the healthy food stuff with with the Dr. Sebi uh, diet, with the alkaline diet. So uh, when I was doing that, and I saw benefits from it, uh, you with that diet, uh, it doesn't avoid sugar. There are sugary substances in that diet. It's okay. more it's more alkaline, where uh, you want your pH to be more alkaline than um, than acidic. Gotcha. so uh we what, what, what was the question again because I feel like I'm'm I'm so
0: all... yeah no so basically sugary stuff all the different things we consume it's so hard to keep up with because it right. does it comes in so many different forms but what was there something that helped you initially kind of go yeah sugar's a big problem for me maybe this what did you test out with or was there different foods or what did you have to do to get away from sugar? Well,
1: um, cheesecake is my weakness. I would wow. I would almost say it still is my weakness right now. Like if I if I gotta go for anything sweet, totally. it would be a cheesecake. Some totally. people some people go for the soda, yeah. some people go for the brownie. I'm going for the cheesecake. Right. So uh and it, it was it was a daily thing. It's crazy when I think about it now, like how I avoid it and in my regular everyday life, after I eat, I gotta go for something sweet. It's, yeah. It was like the routine. You got to go for dessert now. You know what I mean. So once I started uh, eliminating the sugar, and I started feeling the difference, and it wasn't a huge difference, like how like right now I, I barely have any inflammation. I barely feel any inflammation ever. And back then, like I, w- I would feel slight, slight, slightly better. And uh, like when I avoided the cheesecake, I would feel slightly better. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that that would that would be the one.
0: <laughs> oh man cheesecake that is the worst yeah we've been i told you we've we've been baking birthday cakes and it seems like because we got five kids it's a birthday cake you know uh, every other month and it's hard to avoid um i know we have a daughter with a a eating type uh, issue and it's part of a, a syndrome she has so she's always having to look out for extra foods one thing she did differently was, you know, hey, it's her birthday. She wants fruit instead. Mm. You know, even in fruit, you're getting lots of sugar, okay. right? Yeah.
1: But it slows, uh, the fiber in the fruit will slow it down from, uh, so your liver can process it a little bit
0: better. Metabolize it yeah. more properly. That makes but, sense. But
1: like you said, uh, it's still sugar. Sugar is sugar is sugar. Honey, yeah. agave, corn syrup, table sugar, yeah. apples. Sugar is sugar is sugar when it breaks down into your system.
0: It's one of those things that sugar really does, it's an addiction thing. A lot of people don't think about the Midwestern diet and how much sugar's really been a part of it for so long. You know, um, like you said, people got to have a dessert after their meal. Um, And I know people, it's been breakfast and they're going to have dessert after breakfast because it's a Midwest and... Yeah. So we got a sugar issue. Definitely with a lot of
1: breakfast foods are oh, before I go before I say about the breakfast foods, um, I want to jump right into uh, carbohydrates mm-hmm. because carbohydrates also break down into sugar uh, in your blood. So we get enough carbohydrates already without the extra sugar and breakfast foods are mostly all carbohydrates. I mean you got what you got bagels, you got biscuits, you got pancakes, you got french toast. Everything sounds so delicious right now. But um yeah, breakfast uh breakfast foods are very high in carbohydrates, high sugar, so if you can, if you can avoid, uh, if you can miss a breakfast every now and again, that might, that might help a
0: little. bit. You know, that's why I was, I was going to ask you, is that why they call it a breakfast? Break fast. because you're breaking your fast. They, they set up all those delicious carbs and everything yeah. to break your fast. Yeah. You're Fasting overnight while you sleep. Yikes.
1: Yeah, while you're sleeping, you're fasting.
0: Yeah, that's where they get me too. Because breakfast, there ain't nothing better than a double chocolate donut, there you and go. <laughs> it ain't, it ain't the right way to start your day. I Don't guess. coffee. Man.
1: Yep. and, and they i mean say, i was i was that guy i mean that was my breakfast for i mean as far back as i can remember i mean I'm, I'm a regular person you know what i mean you go for the donuts you go for the coffee you don't think anything of it it makes you feel alert and ready to go
0: totally i i think there was something i read about coffee there's a type of often they find a mycotoxin or a small amount of some kind of some kind of toxin that is usually found in coffee that makes you crave something sweet if you haven't had it with the coffee you're going to want it so that's why a lot of people put sweeteners in their coffee or yeah. they got to have you know their carbs with their coffee or something yeah. donut with the coffee
1: uh, for my research coffee is actually healthy in a Not lot bad of ways for you. it's once we start adding all of that extra stuff to to, to make it a starbucks you know what i mean that's right. what makes it the sugary Devil's drink that it is. <laughs> That's what, what you mean, see but...
0: at Starbucks. I want to get three quarters of uh, sugar with a little bit of cream and about uh, one third of some yeah. coffee in there.
1: About a straight, a straight black coffee. You yeah. Know, people who, who in this fasting world that I'm That's studying. That's how we live. We we drink black coffee while we're fasting. Yep. So
0: yeah. You know it goes good with it. A little bit of ice. That's it.
1: There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't there are,
1: know. Are, there, are, there are ways to get that 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 sweet taste too that that won't spike your blood sugar. Uh, you've got monk fruit. You've got stevia. Yeah. Those are the two main ones that I hear people talk about that don't really spike your blood sugar as much as the other ones.
0: Monk fruit, yeah, I've seen that going around. And definitely the stevia, that's been around for a while, but I always get, I don't know about you, the there's like a side taste to it, the, the, the artificial taste, and you'll get that sometimes in like a, a diet soda or something. Yeah. Some people notice that. Always stands out to yeah, me. I've,
1: I've heard a lot of people say that. Uh, people, even in the fasting world, they say they don't like the stevia in their coffee, don't like the way it tastes. Right. I've personally never had that. Um, I mean, I got a, I got a natural oil. coconut oil is great. That's what we do. It. Got a natural. You can put coconut oil in your coffee, and they call it a bulletproof coffee.
0: That's what we do. We do that. Sometimes it takes too much work to do it, but, <laughs> and then the coconut oil, that stuff is not cheap. No. So that's the other thing. By the time you buy a good coffee that you know wasn't, you know, industrial made to uh, sit on a shelf for at least five years. If you get fresh beans that were roasted within the last six months, you're really lucky. But then to put some expensive coconut oil in it, then, then you got a really good coffee.
1: That's talk so expensive, man. I, I, do, I do it. The MCT oil, yes. which is uh, the medium chain triglyceride. It's they, uh, they filter the the coconut oil yeah. and, um, they take, well, pretty much, uh, they take a, I don't, I don't want to say the wrong word. They take something out of it. So it's just like you, you get to concentrate yeah. and that's uh that's $13 for a liter.
0: They get you. They get you. That's 13 that might last nine. you, I might go. last you a month, right? Maybe. Uh, not me. Two weeks.
1: Not me. Uh, not fasting. Maybe, maybe, but, well, but let's, 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 oh, give, it yeah, right. it. So let's I, give it a week and a half. Yeah, Let's give it because I put it on everything you know
0: that's gonna bring me to a good question and i'm, I'm sure because uh, i feel like so when you fast are you starting by just cutting everything out or are you actually just reducing everything as much as you can right away would you would you just cut everything out right um, away
1: it would depend on i would say before you make that decision learn yourself and what kind of person you are if you are a person who can just go straight cut it out then do that. If you're a person who uh tends to go into things a little more slowly, then I would say uh, work your way into it. Go 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 uh calorie restriction first before you even start fasting. Just calorie restriction. Slow it down. Slow restrict it, down. Maybe, it. Yeah. Maybe try to restrict yourself to 500 calories, and you will see that 500 calories is is oh my god, that's not very much food.
0: You know, one thing I was gonna say is me and you have never been i don't know if you've ever been considered an overweight guy at any point in your life i know i haven't but there was a time when i was 220 maybe a little bit more than that Uh, right now i'm like 170 but never been considered overweight and i know there's times where i feel like it like you said inflammated. you feel an inflammation in you and it makes you feel unhealthy if, if you're aware of it uh, there's a lot of just not wanting to be aware of it and you know keep trucking with life but that awareness
1: yeah and there's also a lot of, even when you get aware of it you become it becomes a part of you and you don't you don't you don't even care anymore it's like oh shit I'm gonna feel like shit yep you know what yep. I mean yep and you just I'm gonna feel that way no matter yeah, what give gonna, me my coffee walk, yep you walk through the day you feel like shit and you, you, do, the, you do you do your coffees you do your, yep. your things that make you give you quick little pickups now and then and then you go back to feeling like shit
0: yep six months later, you're regretting everything. I know, but so
1: I'm sorry, before we go too far, let me, uh, (laughs) uh, to clarify a little bit more about the question that you asked, there are different kinds of fasts. Um, so I don't want to like, I say fast and I might be talking about a fat fast. I might be talking about a water only fast. I might be talking about a intermittent fast I might be talking about a prolonged fast. There are different fasts. So like um a few days ago I did I did a 3-day uh I call it a fat fast where I was doing about it was about it had, I wasn't counting the calories, but it added up to about 5, 600 calories a day, but it was all um oil. It was all fat. It was avocado oil and um coconut nice. oil. Yeah. So I did that uh and right now I'm currently in a in a water only fast um so there are different different fasts for different goals sense. different goals that you got
0: so when a fast goes wrong or when you've broke your fast mm-hmm. something's gone bad i know you had this happen recently you were posting about it it's gonna happen right
1: oh yeah especially when you uh yeah when, you, when you're learning
0: so what does it feel like? Does it is it like every other failure in your life? You're like I've ruined everything. <laughs> it or could. What's it like?
1: Um, I'm I'm one of those jump back on the horse regardless kind of guys, um, and it's because I've always learned by making mistakes. So um, yeah, so once I bump my head, I, I, I jump right back on the horse. It's not like oh I ruined my life because I also feel like um, I'm so deep into it right now. It's I'm not going to say there's nothing I could do wrong at this point, but it's like once you got something so good going, you got a little bit of wiggle room. That's right. right. You got a little bit of wiggle room. And when you try to be as strict as possible, that wiggle room is still in the the area of of being healthy, you know, so. But uh, when I when I do mess up my fasts. So this time it didn't. It didn't. The inflammation didn't come back. The pain didn't come back. This is the first time it did not come back. Nice. But usually when I break the fast the wrong way, I do too many. I do a cheesecake or I yeah. do a do a burger or Taco Bell or
0: Box of Little Debbie's, right? Jim's yeah. Pizza. Jim's Pizza. Yeah. Oh. I,
1: when I, when I do that usually um I'll fill it like within the first five hours and it'll detour you like I'm not gonna do that again next time. So this time it did not impact me that much. But instead of a uh, Feeling like okay, I can continue to do this. It it, it was, it was motivation. Okay, next time I break my fast, I'm going to do it the right way, because I want to see what it feels like to actually do things the right way. You know what yeah. I mean? I've never, I've never had that experience before. I've been, you know, you get the knowledge and then you get some of the experience, but then you you hear about the benefits. Right. I want to, I want to see some of those feel, see what that feels like. You know.
0: Do you feel more energized because I mean that seems like one of the number one things people say is you feel a lot you know obviously lighter but do you feel more energized in general
1: you feel ups and downs i'm not going i'm not going to paint a picture of uh, fasting as a you feel good all the time right. and um there are times you feel extremely bad and then there are times you feel extremely good right. but it just uh it makes you appreciate life that much more you know because the pain is that much more painful and the, the joys are that much more happy
0: food when you come back to actually, you know, when you're the times you're not fasting, you know, you go through your fast and you're leveling things out. Does it seem? It would seem obvious, but does it seem like things your your senses are more heightened or yes. aware? Yeah. Taste are more available. Yes, that's everything, amazing.
1: Everything tastes better. Um, your vegetables taste better. Your healthy foods taste better. Your cheesecakes taste better. Anything that you eat after fasting is going to taste better than it did if you're eating every two or three hours.
0: Yeah, that's that's critical. And these are things, that we, everything we do in life, I know there's so many people out there because it's a fast-paced world. We're all doing a lot of everything all the time. Uh, anything we do, we're doing a lot of everything we do. Uh, but food. You know, it is such a common thing, especially, like I said, here in the Midwest, people are overdoing it, whether they know it or not, yeah. you know, and it's hard to see that sometimes, but food is readily available, but it's a lot of it's not nutrient dense, right? We got a lot of snack foods available. We got a lot of uh, empty nutrient empty foods. Nutrient, yep. So we get People with diets and diet problems that are stemmed from consuming these foods. It's confusing times, right? Yeah.
1: Confusing. And then, food is, is a social is a social part of life. I mean, dinner brings us together as a family. You know what I mean? Um, anytime you want to you, you, you barbecue to have a good time. You know what I mean? It's not – you, you, you want to say it's not about the food. It's about the social interaction. But it's so merged – food and the social interaction is so merged once you once you start doing things like fasting or even a, even a diet change yeah. you start you, you become socially awkward just because you're doing something different with food
0: right
1: you know they, they they got these guys that do the carnivore diet now uh i was i was doing the alkaline thing i was never perfect with the alkaline thing with dr Sebi, um but i was pretty plant-based um so when you when you get your mind focused on one way, when you get these guys in this carnivore thing you're looking like, "Oh these guys are crazy Hell, they're eating nothing but meat, you know what I mean, yeah. but the further you do the investigation on it, it's like, okay, you know it, it they might look at vegans like they're going too extreme, you know what I mean right. and some things are for some people, and some things are not you know you you
0: hey I tried i I know I've told you this before it was like uh two years ago I tried no meat for I think I made it almost three months I was I can't say I was feeling bad but I don't know if it I would say I did feel obviously more easily mobile but maybe three months into it you know I'm eating like uh the the veggie burgers are good uh, you know like the Boca burgers if you cook them right they they replace that for you there's you know uh, skillets vegetable skillets where you're having you know potatoes uh, potatoes themselves people do the potato diet just to
1: yeah and that's another one that i look at it like what are you doing but hey, yeah. i don't got enough research on right this, so I'm right not gonna right
0: judge that's what i'm saying there's so many things out there and it's it's interesting because everybody is different and it's at some point you got to do whatever it takes for you to to yeah. do something and right? it takes
1: a while to figure out what that is for you and it might change over time i mean you might it might be a time in your life you go through where you want to do no meat, but then, like you said, uh, you, you didn't. You didn't say. You said there were times where I felt a little bit better, but I, I kind of I sensed yeah. the, the undertones. Not all the time. When you when you when you do those things, you're deficient in other areas. Right. You know, when you when you do all vegetables, you're deficient in other areas. When you do all meat, you're deficient in other areas. Yep. So you know you got to really learn your body and um, learn how to cope with these deficiencies, because every that's why our supplements are out there it's supplement to supplement the things that we're not getting in our diet so i mean sometimes you gotta you gotta use those supplements and the argument with that is if you gotta use a supplement then it's not a good diet you know what i mean but hey look at the world that we're living in right now
0: yeah well we know because of the way we farm things that we have to pump artificial uh, chemicals and artificial things into our crops just to give them the everything that we're used to having just to keep them growing and so we're not getting the nutrient dense foods that we were always getting historically in our dna even if it was you know sparse uh, back in our dna our ancestors even if they only ate a little bit of this or that they were still getting nutrient dense stuff when they ate it and it's really not the same anymore but let's let's
1: let's talk ancestors for a while man absolutely ancestors uh they lived off well, that's conceptually, I, I wasn't there, but feast and famine. Yeah. They would go through times where they might go through a three-month famine. Right. They would not eat for three months or barely eat for three months, and then when it's in season, they would be able to eat. You know what I mean? They would they would eat the fruits uh, that are in season or whatever they come across. Uh, I've, I've 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 seen the argument like some people say oh, our ancestors never ate meat. They they lived off the land. They ate in the forest. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe so. we weren't there. We don't know what happened. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure somebody got hungry enough at some point in time and killed an animal and they ate it. And they, they noticed that it was sustaining them and they continued to do it. We don't know what our ancestors did. But we do know that our ancestors lived in times of scarcity where we live in times of abundance.
0: Exactly.
1: So, I mean, it's a, it's a totally different world nowadays. And the feast and famine was those guys were living longer. They were healthier. You know? Their body knew what to do. Our bodies are so confused and overwhelmed, our bodies don't even know what to do.
0: A lot of natural fasting phases is what you're saying for our ancestors. They probably did have, like you said, famine times where it was not available. There was nothing really there. You were just trying to survive to make it to your next thing, whatever could come up,
1: even water. Yeah, that's starvation. And that's what fasting is mimicking starvation. Starvation, you have no control over it. Um, if you got no money, no resources, no, no, uh, no job, no food, you know, you're, you're going to, you're going to deal with some starvation every now and then, but fasting is controlled. Starvation is out of your control. Fasting is a way to mimic the benefits of that, but controlled.
0: So misconceptions of fasting, you, you must've had people come up to you and tell you something that was just like off the wall, wrong about it. Anything you can think of?
1: Yeah, uh, good friend of mine, Tom Montana, told me that if you you can't go three days without food,
0: oh man, <laughs> there you have it.
1: <laughs> he said you'll die. He literally told me, "Say, man, you'll die." I've done, I've done eighty hours. I've done seventy nine hours. I've done eighty hours. I've done eighty one hours. I'm not dead, you know. So I mean, surprisingly, of, you're here. Yeah, yeah a lot of misconceptions <laughs> about fasting. I love Tom, by the way. That wasn't a shot. Love you, Tom. I was just a. <laughs> Yeah, uh, a lot of misconceptions about fasting out there. Yeah. Yeah. We don't we don't have to eat as much as we do.
0: Yeah, I know that's my big thing. I mean, I don't know if it's uh, five kids growing up here in the Midwest. and There's just so many things that will put you on that path of wanting to overeat and also not be aware of it yeah. at all, at all. And there's, like, don't get me wrong, there are a lot of people here probably – good examples of people who just they work a lot or they're busy a lot and the fasting comes naturally i know i've had times in my life where that was the case i was just too busy like yeah yeah i mean you'd eat a little snack here and there but mostly busy but when you're not busy that's when it gets you and there's a certain certain time or certain thing happens to us and we're unaware of it that how not busy we are or how mentally unoccupied we are Mm -hmm. and we turn to that like you said that easily readily available food the empty calories and it's the worst thing yeah Yeah, because it'll have you wanting to sit on your couch even longer yeah it's that compound factor man
1: a lot of times when i get deeper into the fasts like the 80 hour fast the the once i get that far what I've noticed is I'm not, I don't break my fast because I'm hungry. A lot of times it's, it's, I'm bored. It's like, you know, oh man, I just want that. You know what I mean? Right. And I break my fast. And like I said, it's, at, at first you're like, oh man, I shouldn't have did that. It wasn't worth it. But it's not the end of the world. You know, like I, I jump back on the horse and I, you know, I go back again.
0: The reason people turn to overeating, and I think, like I was saying earlier, neither one of us have probably been considered overweight at any point. But I can tell you from personal experience, there are so many times where I want to turn to, you know, one snack after another. And without even really being aware of it. Because, and, and I see see my kids do it sometimes where they're just, you know, they're gaming. And in yep. between gaming, they go from one snack to yep. another. And it almost seems like a, a mental inoccupancy. Like there's not, there's something autopilots going on. Uh,
1: what it is is uh it's called insulin resistance. Um, insulin is uh, what is used to regulate uh, the sugar in your blood. Right. Um, so when you become when you eat so much sugar, um, it spikes the insulin. And when you do it so much, it's like the insulin gets tired of you. The insulin's like, Man, I'm not gonna keep responding every time you put this fucking donut in your mouth. So you get insulin resistant. Yeah. So the more sugar you eat, the more insulin resistance you become, and it's just like an ongoing cycle. And that's what that is when we when we get those cravings or when we feel like I want to go for a snack. That's actually it's actually insulin resistance. Wow.
0: Man. I'm gonna you know these are things I never even looked up, and I got. People in my family that are diabetic and serious diabetic yeah. health issues. And you would think I would take this more seriously. But like I said, it's only been lately where I'm like, I'm not feeling like I'm moving right. I'm 37, about to be 38. Young man. Yeah, yeah. And I shouldn't be feeling this sluggish or slow. And
1: I was there, bro. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. Um, And like I said, you live with it. You deal with it. you You, you get that sluggish and it's like... I don't know at what point in my life I hit that sluggish, uh, point, because uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, we grow up, we're we're, we're teenagers, we're energetic, we're gung ho, we want to go do everything. But at some point in time, you just want to sit down, smoke a blunt, game, <laughs> Eat do some, some food. gaming or something. Yeah, you yeah. just want to chill. You become sedentary, and I don't know at what point in my life that actually happened. But I do know for a good majority of these years, I've been walking around feeling sluggish and tired, constantly, like. Even when you think you have got energy, the energy is coming from the, the the coffee that you drunk, or you know, or the sugar for that lasts for two hours and gives you a little bit of energy. But you're always, I was always sluggish for for years.
0: That rebound, though, when you get that rebound after feeling like that for so long, even if it's for the day, when you're feeling that, like you said, there's ups and downs. There's good days, bad days. I can tell you, on the good days, they are so great it's like a religious experience yeah. from what I've had there was times where my health was so good that I was eating so right and all I wanted to do was tell everyone like this is what you got to do yeah you just it was, like I said a religious experience yeah. you were like
1: that's how I, that's all I felt with yeah. the with the doctor Savy thing when I saw benefits I was want to tell everybody about it and then when I started the fasting I want to tell everybody about it it's like yeah. but you can't you don't you want to you want to you want to talk to the people who are receptive because you're gonna have a adverse effect if you try to jam your beliefs down somebody else's brain. Yeah, like most things right? are. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Yep, yeah, totally. Working out in fitness. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big workout guy. Um, I don't know about you, but you know when you got energy, what are you trying to do? Like, do you find time for fitness, or is it something that's kind of secondary? how's that working
1: well um through my research i've been i've been and not, not just not just research common sense i've always known that you should exercise and when i was younger i was i was actually pretty i'm not going to say athletic but i mean i used to i made sure i stayed in shape i would do my push ups I, I would do my do my weights you know you make sure you stay active i was pretty pretty healthy uh but uh you just i you, like i said you transition to what you you are what you eat you transition to that and I'm not, I'm not a gym fly. I'm not a diehard workout guy. Right. I'm, I'm, I might be becoming one. Um, I got a gym membership. I'm still within my... I've been going to the gym for 10 days. Nice. So, I mean, that's how recent I've been not sedentary. I've been not sedentary for 10 days now.
0: <laughs> Good start. I've been actually
1: getting some exercise. Um, so, when you do have energy... You got to be, when you, when you fast the way that I fast, you have to really be careful uh, what you do, how much you do it, when you do it, uh, related to the fast, where you are in your fast and um, low intensity. Um, What I've been doing at the gym, I do a lot of uh, biking. Uh, I do a lot of walking on the treadmill. When I do get those energy boosts, I'll, I jog. I probably jogged about 3 times in the last 10 days. I had to boost the energy to jog. Um Was that last night? Last night and a couple of nights ago I do the battle ropes where you, you grab yeah, the ropes. Yeah, those you, look serious. Oh yeah, you do the battle yeah, ropes, yeah. you do the uh, it's a couple of, I looked up exercises with the battle ropes. Yeah. When you got the energy, you, you 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 I mean you do as much as you can. Um I lifted weights last night. Um which right now in my mind is is the reason why I was debating whether or not to break my fast again because I did lift weights. Uh, you knew
0: you're pushing some some calorie intake. You're you're yeah, gonna need you, something,
1: especially with weightlifting. When you once you lift weights, um, you're gonna need to you need you need to get some protein in there to to to, to repair that. Yeah. So I'm in a I don't want to say dangerous uh situation right now. Okay. I lifted weights. I was about let's say like 16 hours into a fast. So, I mean, but now I'm like, I'm a little bit over 24 hours into a fast and I didn't replace that protein. I didn't I didn't eat any protein. So I've, I've been debating all day, like, should I, should I eat some protein and break my fast and then go back in and just not lift any more weights? Or, as I'm listening to my body and what I kind of realized is, dude, you're not even strong enough to push yourself, <laughs> to push yourself, Hard enough to hurt yourself right now, so I don't. So I'm going to continue my fast. I'm not going to break my fast, but I'm not going to do that again either. Uh, next time I lift weights will be at the end of the fast when I know I'm going to be eating within the next couple of hours. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to do this again. But I do feel comfortable knowing myself and just filling my own body out. I wouldn't recommend anybody else ever do this ever. Don't ever lift weights and then fast for two more days. Don't do it. I'm going to do it because I feel like I've been out of the loop for so long. Whatever weights that I say I lift last night, you wouldn't even feel it. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm so weak right now. There's no way I can push myself hard enough to hurt myself. I wanted to wake up sore this morning, and I did not. So I'm like, oh, well, you feel good? Keep going. Man, that's hard.
0: I don't know if I could do it. I'll be honest like that. During the day, I'll find myself, you know, we wake up maybe around 6 o'clock around 8, 8.30 I usually have something small it could be like a bowl of oatmeal it could be a piece of peanut butter toast it could be like a, we eat these organic figs you know a, a fig newton kind of thing mm-hmm. or maybe like a breakfast bar something like that but we keep it really small most of the time but that's around 8, 8.30 and then we hit Lunchtime, and I'm probably overeating at lunch because we'll do anything from like uh, a hot sandwich from somewhere around here to like a piece of pizza from Casey's down the road because their pizzas I don't know what's right with it, but something's really right with it.
1: I remember thinking that when they first opened it up, too. I'm like, what's <laughs> oh, the gas station pizza that tastes like this? It's weird, but over the year, uh, yeah, it's not, it doesn't hit the same as it did when I first discovered Casey's pizza. Yeah. Me
0: personally, but well, yeah. So I just feel like there's totally too many opportunities to want to overeat, and and the world's filled with like stuff that's like totally tempting. Yeah. But the thing is, like I was saying about that religious experience, you're you're gonna feel different at some point. Not all the time, like you said, but at some point, you get these these plateaus and these upper areas where you're feeling pretty decent mm. here and there. And it totally is worth it. And all I can remember is even now where I'm not on any kind of health track, no specific diet, nothing. I'm still looking back to those times where I was doing what you were doing, close to it, and totally remembering how beneficial it was. Yeah. And you just never forget that. I don't know if there's ever been anybody who tested out with you know trying to modify their diet cut back on some bad foods I don't think anybody ever regretted any of that yeah. I mean I'd be far, surprised far, I'd love to feet, hear from feet, somebody
1: I, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean I, I I will say this Reese. Uh, I might know you better than you know yourself because you said you just said I don't know if I can do it I know you could do it
0: for a time
1: yeah yeah uh, unfortunately yeah. the thing that makes most people motivated is uh, like a drastic experience When your back is against the wall And you have to change your diet When the doctor right. tells you Hey dude If you don't do something different You got three months to live Then You realize Okay now I can I, I can do this yeah. But when you're When you're comfortable You know what I mean And you're just right. You're chilling And you're living your everyday life And you know that you should change these things Like ah It's not that big of a deal But when you Are in that situation Where uh, You got a uh, Allegorical gun in your head and, uh, you no know, choice. you got no choice. And, uh, yeah, you, you can do it. Yeah. You just got to put yourself in that mentality. You got to mimic that. Mimic that. You know what I mean? Like how, how we mimic, mimic starvation. Mimic that doctor's visit where the doctor tells you, hey, dude, you got three months to live if you don't change this shit.
0: Yeah, you turn your life into a real-life yeah, Pictionary yeah. of what he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. There's definitely things, times, like you said, tribulations things that happen to us and we will reconsider everything and that starts with you are what you eat who said that because that is like one of those things that everybody i think knows that but i've always been surprised how little people reflect on that easy statement you are what you eat
1: And, and and fasting is it's a tool that um the way that i fast it's, I, I wouldn't recommend anybody do it. There's no reason for most people to do it like this. Uh, I mean, it's good to start off. I mean, if you can just go skip a meal. Choose which meal to skip and just start there. Right. Uh, yeah. Some people, most people, believe it or not, they say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Most people are not even hungry in the morning.
0: I've noticed there's days where yeah, I, yeah. I wake up and we're, that's the easiest time to be busy. Yeah. Right? So you, out of habit and yeah.
1: insulin resistance, we grab that donut, grab that coffee, you know, or if it's a special occasion, we get, we, we, we sit down with the family, eat the pancakes and you know,
0: oh, especially if you got a desk job, if you're sitting yeah. at a chair for the next eight hours, you need something to eat while you're at that desk.
1: Yeah. What, what else are you going to do?
0: <laughs> yeah, You can't hunt down bison or hunter or gather or nothing for the first five hours of your day.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, to, to start off. And I want to I want to jump back to that because I realize when I'm talking, I'm talking from a perspective of a person who's doing extreme fasting, right. um, to the point, point where to the point where even the research that I do, I've never you rarely come across anybody who recommends fasting as much as I do
0: or doing it in an extreme way yeah. and way, right? You
1: rarely come across any, you know I'm 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 so careful with my research. It's like, okay, I can I can I can walk this dangerous line. If I be careful, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm walking a dangerous line, but I'm being very careful and it's, and it's benefiting me.
0: Are you like like me or like most people? You, you get online and you start Google. And you're like one resource to the next. And before you know it, you've ingested everything.
1: My, my YouTube algorithm takes care of it for me. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, I don't got to look. Well, every once in a while, I'll search something. But usually I'll just I'll go through and I'll click. And then whatever I'm looking for, or something to spark my interest, and in, I watch that. And these podcasts are so long; they're like two hours long. And I watch the same ones over and over and over again because I don't speak that language. I'm not a doctor. I, I, I didn't study biology. Or well, we all had the class in high school, but we don't remember these things. So when I watch these podcasts or watch these doctors speak, I watch the same. I, I know when my kids walking; they're, they're looking like, "What you just watching there yesterday?" yeah I was because they're talking another language, and I'm learning that language, so you got to watch the same things over and over sometimes, and also you go back and you realize that you have the wrong understanding, so it could send you down a completely wrong track and also this is research that is not really proven it's all anecdotal, so you' you're, it's a huge experiment that you're doing in your own self either, anyway, either way it goes so
0: you know you you brought me to something first episode of most most important podcast and you know one of the driving things for me one of the you know one facts of life there's less that we know and more that we don't know all those things need to be you just said something that totally made me think of that and that is what, what we're trying to do in every episode on this is talk about the things that are unknown possibly Maybe. because there's so little we know and we imagine that we're living in a world where we know most things about what's going on around us. There's less that we know, more that we don't know.
1: I'll, I'll tell you what, Reese. The only the only way to know something is to experience it. Right. Otherwise, you're just the concept that you're that you're looking at.
0: And find out for yourself, right? Yeah. Don't take everybody else's advice, yeah. like you were saying. Your health choices might be different than what the next person should yeah. choose, but um, everybody needs to choose for themselves at some point. You know, like is today the right day to start? You know, when is the right time? What am I going to do? All these things vary depending yeah. on who you are.
1: Man, it gets so deep. I was having a conversation with the, uh with the guy at the gym last night. He was slacking off. I was slacking off. I was slacking off from my workout. He was slacking off on his cleaning. But we got into this conversation, and what he was explaining to me was, I mean, even to the point where, like I said, there's dirt, there's no. Proof of this, it's all anecdotal But blood types Might determine like What you, like I I can't remember, but like uh, O blood type, he noticed that most of those guys They can do a carnivore diet Mm. And like a a B blood type Those guys, they can do a vegan diet But I've never Last night was the first time I ever heard this But your blood type may actually determine What you can do As far as your diet You know what I mean?
0: But don't take our word for it. Check it out. You
1: have to. Do yep. not take my word for anything.
0: Yep. It's like Joe Rogan. Everybody thinks, you know, he's the gatekeeper of facts. But pretty much every time I watch him, he's he's not sure if he's right. I'm not sure either. Like I said, that's refer smart, back that's the to the last, man. go five minutes back and remember there was a, spark, a part where we said there's more going on that we don't know, less that we do know. Yeah. And that's a hard fact of life.
1: It's a fact and it's, the thing is, there's more going on that we don't know inside of our own body. We don't know. We have no way of knowing what's going on in there. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, scientists know, but even they, they know based off research of, a, of studying 500 people and they'll use that to say, OK, this is what's going on inside of your body. Five hundred the first person that you test, that's not going on inside of their body.
0: So what what is next? I know you're trying to keep on the same track on a on a decent path, but like you said, the path is unclear. The path could change any time. Yep. What's your plans right now? What what are you trying to do?
1: Um, I'm currently uh I, I currently have a goal uh of doing at least a one week fast. Uh. And that's if okay, because right now okay I started off sixteen and eight. Pretty much skipping a meal. That's how I started off back in February fasting, sixteen and eight, and that's sustainable. Um, you can do that every day of your life. As as we, if this is the first time you hear about fasting, that probably sounds crazy as hell. Going sixteen hours through the day with no food, but any human being can do that, and you your body will adjust to it, and you will feel better. I guarantee it. Without 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 blinking my eyeball, I guarantee you can go 16 hours without food and you will start to feel better. Um, So I started off with a 16 and 8, bumped my head with that over the months, Um, found out some new information over the months uh, about my personal health, and I started doing a little bit longer fasts. Um, I was able to go to one meal every 24 hours. And then once I I conquered that. It almost became like second nature. The 16 and 8 become second nature. It's like, okay, you from whatever time you eat, you count 16 hours, and then you, you eat again. Oh, you know, you don't, you, I, I, me personally, I wasn't getting caught up on a, like, it, like, every day was different. If I feel like I want to keep eating, I'm going to keep eating for maybe 10 hours. But now my my 16 hours is going to be different the next day. That's how I was doing it personally, is different recommendations different people. Um, But then, like I said, I I went to the one meal a day. I was doing that, and one meal a day became secondary to me. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, now I'm only going to eat one meal a day. I moved on to every 48 hours. I got to one meal every 36 to 48 hours I was able to get there. Uh, Right now where I am, it's one meal every three days. Somewhere around that 80-hour mark uh, is my goal or the goal that I've met that I'm already currently in, I've, I've you know, you know you er, no, nothing is perfect. Like sometimes oh, you go, sometimes you go that long without eating. Like I was able to one time I, I, I I broke my fast, and then I um I went another 24 hours, and then I broke my fast again, and then you just eat at libitum You just got to You just gotta go. You just gotta say okay. I'm just gonna eat, eat 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 eat. eat. You know, it's just now it's feast time. Because your body can't take it, you know what I mean? So, you'll go a day or two, you'll eat, you know and then you, you, then your body starts saying, hey, man, let's jump back into this fasting thing, you know what I mean? Cool. The, the same way that you look forward to eating, you look forward to points in your fast. You look for, you look forward to that 36-hour mark. Like, oh, I'm going to feel damn good at 36 hours. You look forward to it, you know what I mean? Right. Set a goal. Yeah, set a goal. So, uh, right now, I'm... I I know for a fact, like I said, I'm a little over 24 hours. I know I'm going to go two more days. Um and then I'll probably uh lift lift some weights.
0: We'll see. We'll see. Yeah,
1: I'll lift some I know I know I will. I know I have the, I have the, and I have the energy for it. I won't I have no problem. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'll get to about 72 hours I'll probably lift some weights and then I'll break my fast. This one last time and then my goal is to go for another week. And then um yeah, and I, I, I'll go from there. I'll, 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 I'll reset my marker. Right. You know, I'll reset my marker from there.
0: Um, we're gonna be. We're gonna have to check back in with you to do a part two of this and yeah, see how it's it. going because there's so much more to talk about. Yeah. This is, you know, fasting is one thing, but we've done all kinds of other stuff. We've got all kinds of things to talk about.
1: Yeah, and but, I mean, once I once I get there, I mean, I, I would I, w- I would like to do twenty one days. I would like to do a forty day fast. Uh, Maybe once a year, Uh, and if I can incorporate that into my life for the rest of my life, I would feel good about my life.
0: There's no mountains to move to around here, you know that, right? You can't.
1: (laughs) No, and that's the other thing. It's like uh, it's 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 it's, um changing your environment into the mountain.
0: Yep, finding that finding that that inner peace within such a non peaceful environment.
1: It's it's that, and that's the trick in itself.
0: we're gonna check back with you man i appreciate you coming on this episode but i know it sounds like all good stuff so we'll find out next episode let's do it all right